Welcome to the Tea Show. Oh, thank you. I am your host, T, and tonight we're going to dive into the To a Tea series, where we talk about people who triumphed against all the odds. Can you guess who this is, To a Tea? Born in 1955 in St. Thomas, he was the son of two musician parents who owned a bar and grill. From an early age, he endured tremendous pain and heartbreak. He was just two when his parents divorced. He and his younger sister were then raised by their mother and grandparents in New Jersey. The family relocated to Florida, and shortly thereafter, his grandfather died. Then, when he was 14, his father was murdered. A man set fire to his father's car outside his St. Thomas home. When he went outside, the man shot him twice. During the trial, his wife at the time testified that she pulled her husband's body from in front of the man's car because he had threatened to run him over as well. The man was found not guilty of the murder by reason of insanity and spent several decades in a psychiatric ward. Attending a private prep school in Fort Lauderdale, he first began to sing and perform on stage. He then won a scholarship to the prestigious Juilliard School, but he failed to attend classes and was eventually expelled due to his lack of discipline. He had discovered alcohol at the age of nine and was a frequent drinker during his teenage years. When he was 20 years old, his 18-year-old sister was raped by four men and murdered by Freddie Lee Glenn. On June 30, 1975, she was sitting outside the Red Lobster in Colorado Springs, Colorado, where she had just finished her shift as a waitress. She was waiting for her boyfriend to give her a ride home. Glenn and three other men saw her, forced her into their car, stopped to rob a convenience store, then drove her to their apartment, where they took turns raping her for about four hours. Afterwards, they put a cloth over her head, promising to take her home, but dumped her in a trailer park instead. Glenn had taken LSD, and when he got out of the car, he stabbed her, then drove away with his accomplices, leaving her for dead. She managed to crawl to the back porch of a nearby home that had a light on, but came just inches away from ringing the doorbell before passing out. She didn't know that no one had been home. She died on that back porch and was not found until the next day. In 1976, Glenn was convicted of murder and was sentenced to die via the gas chamber. However, in 1978, the Colorado Supreme Court overturned the death penalty sentence. His bid for parole in 2014 was denied. In an emotional court hearing that year, he heroically said to Glenn, I accept that you live with remorse, but I live with tragedy every day. I accept your apology. I forgive you. However, I cannot give your release my endorsement. To give that a blessing would be a betrayal of my sister's life. He forgave him because he was convinced of his contrition for the first time. Then, five years later, his two half-brothers died unexpectedly in a scuba diving accident off of St. Thomas where they both drowned. Several years later, he continued to battle with substance abuse following the string of tragedies which took four family members from him. We'll be right back after this short break. Now back to our story. In 1987, following his first stint in a rehab clinic, the actor, by then a well-known face after landing a leading role on the sitcom Cheers, was arrested for drunk driving. A year later, he spent 11 days in prison for cocaine possession. 
Almost a decade later, he crashed his car while under the influence and checked into the Betty Ford Clinic. By this time, his Cheers character had moved to Seattle to become a radio psychiatrist on the sitcom Frasier. It was one of the most successful comedy series ever. The show has won 31 Emmy Awards since its inception in 1993. And he became one of the highest paid U.S. TV actors, pocketing an unprecedented $1.6 million per episode from the start of the 2001 season. What has he learned from all of this? that every one of us is going to experience some terrible loss. I just got a big dose. For every story you hear that's tragic, there's another that's equally tragic or more so. I think you come to look at it as a part of life. Despite living with tragedy every day, he has gone on to win five Primetime Emmy Awards, three Golden Globe Awards, and one Tony Award, and has also worked as a television producer, director, writer, and as a voice actor on The Simpsons as Sideshow Bob. Can you guess who this is to a T? This is award-winning actor Kelsey Grammer. Thanks for listening. I am T, signing off until next weekend. In the meantime, always remember you are a shining star, so always go after your dreams.